I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. True Hauntings is a Frightfully Good production. Looming over the landscape and perched atop a steep cliff above the junction of the Vlatava and Otava rivers in the Czech Republic is the magnificent castle called Zvikov. Often called the King of Czech Castles, this fortification is now open to the public. But beware, this place holds many secrets and quite a number of supernatural entities that can cause you harm. One such ethereal creature lives in one of the towers and is said to scare visitors who venture up there. Firehounds with blazing eyes guard the underground tunnels and you might even have the fear of death put into you if you stay overnight. Hi, I'm Renata. And I'm Anne. And in this episode of the True Hauntings podcast, we will take you over the moat and down the corridors of the Zvikov Castle in Bohemia to search for the beasts that lurk within. Anne and Renata have been investigating paranormal occurrences for the past 20 years. They have been at the center of various unexplained phenomena and have witnessed countless ghostly experiences. The duo now turn to high-profile cases that have attracted the eyes of the world. Between the dimensions we see and the dimensions we don't, supernatural forces are at play. Evil lurks within the shadows of our homes and in the darkest corners of our minds. It follows us like a shadow forever. This is where nightmares become reality. This is True Hauntings. In the verdant heart of the Czech countryside, shrouded in the mists of the Vltava River, stands the ancient Zvikov Castle, a sentinel of stone with a history as deep and dark as the forests that surround it. Its towers reach towards the sky, but none so foreboding as the Maiden's Tower, where a chilling legend whispers through the crumbling corridors. Once, a young and brash historian named Emil Venschen. Once, a young and brash historian named Emil ventured to Zvikov, driven by a passion for the past and a skeptic's heart. 
He scoffed at tales of hauntings and curses, seeing them as mere superstitions of a bygone era. Upon hearing the legend of the Maiden's Tower, that any soul daring to spend the night there would perish within a year, Emil saw an opportunity to dispel the myth and prove his mettle. With the sun setting, casting long shadows over the castle, Emil ascended the narrow staircase of the tower, armed with nothing but a lantern and his disbelief. The locals, who knew better than to trifle with the spirits, watched from afar, whispering prayers for the foolhardy man. As night enveloped the castle, a silence as heavy as the stone walls settled in, Emil laid his sleeping mat upon the cold floor, the eerie carvings of the castle imp leering at him from the shadows. Hours passed, marked only by the distant hooting of an owl and the creaking of ancient timber. Then, as the first rooster heralded the approach of dawn, a deep, unsettling cold seeped into the tower. Emil awoke with a start, his breath fogging in the icy air. The darkness seemed to press against him, and an inexplicable dread filled his heart. He tried to rise, to flee the oppressive tower, but a force unseen held him fast. Visions of horror flickered before his eyes, battles and bloodshed and the anguished cries of the fallen echoing through the centuries. Faces twisted in agony loomed out of the darkness, reaching for him, their whispers crawling into his mind. Leave, never return, they hissed, their voices a chorus of despair. As the first light of dawn crept into the tower, the visions dissipated like mist, and the cold receded. Shaken to his core, Emil stumbled from the tower, his once-defiant eyes now haunted by the shadows of the night. He left Zvikov as the sun rose, the castle's silhouette a stark reminder against the morning sky. A year passed, and whispers of Emil's fate spread like wildfire. Some say he secluded himself, consumed by the visions that plagued his nights. Others speak of a tragic accident that befell him, a sudden, strange accident. But all agree that the curse of the Maiden's Tower had claimed another soul. Today, the legend of the Maiden's Tower continues to captivate and caution a tale told by the hearthside in hushed tones among the winding streets of nearby villages. The locals know better than to disturb the spirits that linger in the ancient stone, and travellers listen wide-eyed to the story of Emil, the man who dared to defy the curse and paid the ultimate price. And so, Zvikov Castle stands... Its secrets etched into the very stone, the Maiden's Tower a silent testament to the thin veil between our world and the realm of spirits, where history whispers to those who dare to listen. Welcome back to the studio, Anne. Thank you, Renata. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Oh, I've got a little bit of a lurgy, but I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. I didn't, but never mind. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
I wanted to get in and let people know that I'm here. Mm, I've got good. a smile upon the dial. That's good. That's good. She doesn't care. No, I don't. Do you hear that in her voice? She just doesn't care. She's sick of me being sick. Uh, now, this is an interesting podcast because we have been to Zvikov Castle. We have. It was one of the many castles that we went to when we... Many, many castles. <laughs> I've never seen... They all blurred into one. Oh, you know I how had... you go to some places and they take you to all the churches and cathedrals yeah. and you go, oh my God, please, not another one. They ended up being like that with castles. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd feel like that, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still enjoyed every mm-hmm. single one. Yes. And uh, it was like... I was and we had Dave game. Schrader with us. We dragged him through all of that as well. So yeah. that <laughs> was that the castle that we had, you know, the um, the you know the paintings on the wall, or was that the castle that had the um, the 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 pit inside where the demon sits? Was that the castle where we had to go up the? Oh, they all were up a hill. That's yeah, this right. one was down a very winding hill through the forest, but at the very start. They had a little um, shop where you could buy snacks and cold drinks and it was freaking hot. Yes. It was filthy, foul, disgusting hot. Yes. And I had walking pneumonia at that stage. You were coughing up a lung and <laughs> we were going, oh, God, we've got to walk again. And I know that um, we there was a bus that took us down and we had to pay and we were willing to pay anything <laughs> to get down to as close to the, the moat that you walk across right. as possible. I don't uh, remember the bus, but the oh yes, because we had to pay extra, and we were all foul <laughs> of the fact that it was, was that, it's that, kind of costing. No, that was a different costing one. so much money. That to was get a down. different one. That was a different one. This one we just walked. No. Oh, okay. We we're gaslighting each other here. This bus. is what happens when we both got dementia. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Someone that was on the tour let us know. Anyway, I could be wrong. There is a beautiful bridge, though, that goes across um, into Zvikov Castle Mm -hmm. because Zvikov Castle sort of sits on this little bit of land that is surrounded. What's the word? The promontory? The promontory. I couldn't say it. I had to change it to cliff. (laughs) I had to dumb down so many of the words. I just couldn't do it. And it's surrounded by, by water. Yes. So it was a beautiful day. We did have a gorgeous tour. And as you said, we did have nice cold drinks. It was as hot as hell on yep. that day, steamy. Do you remember the courtyard where there's little shops and things and then there were some people over to one side who were doing reenactments of sword fighting yes. and stuff like that? Yes. Do you remember going to the toilet? Do you, you, do you remember the lady that was on the bathroom? No, I didn't go. No, I, I, we had to pay. We yes. had to come up with a little bit of money. Yeah. Lovely lady, but I took one look at her and I thought, oh, can I hang on? <laughs> I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> she just, you know how they, they say you've got resting bitch face and, yeah. and, and she just had that look about it like, I can't do anything wrong or I'm going to get in trouble here. Yeah. But the bathroom's lovely and clean and she was doing a fabulous job and she quite happily looked after us. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was, it's a beautiful, beautiful site. It really is. It's worth going to and no wonder they call it the King of Castles because it, really does deserve that um, that notable distinction. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you a little bit of history about this place. Let's get straight into it. But you didn't ask me about my soundscape. Um, I That will come up in, okay, in well, my history. All right. Well, oh, that's a good idea. All right. We it might will do come it like up that. in my history because I do mention some of the notable rooms okay. at Zvikov Castle. Okay. And the room that you mentioned 
doesn't appear. So. Well, now you've just told everyone. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you forced my hand. No, it did not. I was just going to say, ask me where the soundscape came where from. Where the soundscape come from, Ed? Chat GPT. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's all we had to do. But, you know, we'll do it the other way, whatever. <laughs> okay. So Vikov Castle, Zvikov, Zvikov, Zvikov Castle, sits on a promontory. Oh, or you a can cliff, say it. I'm impressed. And it sits like on this little bit of what looks like land when you look down upon it, and it is surrounded by the two rivers that meet that we were talking about, the Vitlava and Ottava rivers. Do you know what it reminds me of? Nobby signal station where I grew up. Oh, not at all, Anne. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but it's, it's like that's a, it's a, the island is yes. there and it's joined together yes. by the break wall. Yes. Uh, so yeah. that's as good yeah. as I've got at the moment. Mm. The countryside is absolutely beautiful. When you start taking that drive down that takes you to the castle, it is magnificent. It is everything that you think of when you think of uh, European forests. It's green, uh, the countryside, the little villages that are around are absolutely delightful. It's about 15 kilometres or nine miles from a little township called Pisek. And you kind of think, well, it's got about 31,000 inhabitants. It's not very big, but it's the centre of education there. It's got a lot of very famous schools and it has the oldest bridge in the country. Now, one of the interesting things that I looked at uh, when I was looking around the interesting things around Zivikov Castle, and you've got to remember, when you go on these tours, they pile you in a bus and they literally take you from one spot to another. Yeah, and Um, it was the first time they'd done this particular one with Dave Schrader, and um, they had actually over... Because they're so enthusiastic to give you as many experiences as they can, they sort of maybe put one or two per day too yeah. many in. Yes, <laughs> yes. You're rushed from one place to the next and you don't really get to uh, enjoy the the scenery or anything. You, you're given an hour at some of these places mm. and, and they say, well, get you back here at X time and um, that's all you've got uh, but they, they were saying we noticed this when we were in Germany in Czech because it's very famous for this uh, and I'm, I'm going to mention that restaurant that we stopped at that had the butchery in it <laughs> oh, I just remember your face and my face when they said we're going to stop at this lovely restaurant and they've got a butcher's shop on the site and they slaughter their own animals and we get to eat them and we go oh no. god when Hannah's going to die no. do no. they have baby animals because uh, this particular it was very nice tourist, by the way. tourist site said uh, every restaurant will serve you beef and dumplings yep <laughs> Pork. <laughs> and it seems to be the the thing that is there. Uh, and I think that's what they think tourists want. Yeah, potato, it, potato dumplings and gravy yeah, with meat. It's it's consistent. It's yep. everywhere. And you, you would hope or that schnitzel. someone would give you a salad. <laughs> can, I, no. can I have a salad? No, nope. Nope, you can't. 
And it was summer, so it was like, we just wanted something light. Yeah, no, no, no. But anyway, that's what's bred. That's what's First bred Eastern huh? Europeans. There you go. That's, that's my countrymen there. It is. It's your people, Renata. Yes. So the area was inhabited as early as prehistoric times when the Celts, who were everywhere, uh, built a fort in around the first century AD. Now, the current castle was built in the first half of the 13th century, uh, most probably on the orders of King Ottokar I, but the exact date of when that happened isn't really known. And the first mention of the castle comes from the year 1234. Uh, and by that stage, it was owned by the kings of Bohemia. Don't you love that, Bohemia? I love Bohemia. Uh, yes, the 1800s um, in England, they all travelled to Bohemia because it was so Bohemian to do so. You're looking very Bohemian today as yes. well, Renata, with your Bohemian top on. Yes, I know. Mm. That means hippie. From the 1970s, 1980s, 1970s, yeah. Now, it's often listed as amongst the most beautiful castles in Europe, and I do understand that because it is astoundingly beautiful. And it's known for its uh, early Gothic structure. It has storing towers, one of which you mentioned, the Maiden's Tower. And it's got elaborate, extensive mural decorations in the chapel of St. Wenceslaus. Good now, King Wenceslas looked down. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I, it's him? I wanted, yes, I wanted to uh-huh. look the information about why they called him the Good King, but I ran out of time, so uh, we might add that on at some Didn't point. Didn't he come up in Charles Street Bridge as well? In, I'm sure he did. Mm, yeah. And uh, we took many a photo of these beautiful uh, murals. They are just Amazing, and it was the the part that they took us into was like a central courtyard, which then had um, a rectangle around the outside where we could walk through, and they had different um, areas. And I, I remember going into one, and I think it was a chapel or something, and the stairs, the everything was creaking like mm. mad. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. so loud, and I was trying it to echoed. do a video, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is really awkward." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So its location was chosen because it was easily defendable but difficult to reach. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the castle, you could defend it really well, and I'll tell a little bit of history why that makes sense, but it was very, very difficult to reach. And throughout uh, the Premislid dynasty, it was continuously expanded and fortified. What was that dynasty called again? Uh, the Premislid. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm. You're welcome. Now, in fact, for its era, it was considered to be practically impenetrable and it did prove... Just like Trump Tower. ...its toughness. (laughs) Impenetrable. In many battles throughout the ages. In 1429, the castle was held under siege for four months during the Hussite Wars and it still managed to defend itself... It's crazy. It's like four, four months. months. Four months. 120 days yep, thereabouts. Yeah, that's a long time. And relying on the food you've stored and I suppose they've got access to water, mm-hmm. um, looking after the animals and the people. Yep. So it kind of got its reputation as being unbreakable 
at that point in time. And it would go on to become even more fortified and it passed between several owners, most notably those that came in um, to try and save what they could of the castle structure. So you had the Lords of Rosenberg and the Lords of Svamberg who were there at a time um, trying to sort of keep it all intact and... um, yeah, still working Trying as to a upkeep. working castle. Uh, and it enjoyed a reputation of being a very important royal palace, especially during the time of the rule of Emperor Charles IV, when it housed the crown jewels. <gasps> the crown jewels? Now, we had a little look All at the crown jewels. All my friends have seen the crown jewels. <laughs> they come to stay the night here with us because Roman tends to wear a dressing gown that doesn't quite cover the bits. We're not talking. <laughs> oh, not those crown jewels. No. Oh, it's pretty bad when he bends over to pick something up, I tell you. No. <laughs> Think of kiwi fruits in a stocking. You've got it. Stop. 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 We're talking about crown jewels that are absolutely oh. magnificent. Yeah, that's this, definitely not my husband's. Yeah, this, this is a, a scepter and an orb and a... Um, oh, he's got the scepter and a, the orb. A, and a crown itself, and it started with sapphires and rubies. Like they're huge. Oh, they are they're, huge. How <laughs> old do you get? Even an aquamarine. It's it, mm. that, it's beautiful. Mm. Uh, now you can actually see those in Prague. Um, they are held in the Prague uh, Castle, I think. Now, the legendary, the legendary indestructible castle uh, faced overwhelming odds. And battles that were worthy of movies, honestly. Mm-hmm. But it was also at the beginning of the. It was also the beginning of the end of Zvigov's glory days. Once the crown jewels passed from this place um, onto another place for for safekeeping. So in 1622, the castle did finally relent to an enemy, and from <coughs> that point, it was looted, sacked. And it suffered a lot of damage. And for a period of time, it was actually just used as a granary and for farming purposes. Can you imagine? Yeah. Wow. Now, the military, I think it's still got a granary um, silo there. Wasn't that one of the structures that we saw? For possibly. The grain? Yeah. Possibly. That's where the people are doing the reenactments, yes. I think, just in front of that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, by. Got the ghost of the grain. Yes. By the 1840s, it was still a crumbling and abandoned husk and it just managed to sort of be held up by German and Czech aristocratic families uh, called the House of Schwarzenberg, who put a lot of money into the renovation of it. Uh, But even then, there were obstacles that they had no idea were going to come along, as in all of these wonderful, great places. The gates fell down at one point and a large portion of the royal palace actually collapsed into the river below. And when you look at how the um, palace is built on that little piece of land, anything that kind of falls off can't be retrieved. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't hit in the ground. It just goes into the river and that's it. Yeah. Now I'm going to talk about uh, a few historical changes. Um... And, yeah, some interesting facts here. So the the castle's name Zvikov is the original Czech name and it's derived from its location near the village of Zvikovske Podhrali. 
Podhradi, sorry, oh, Podhradi. Uh, during the 19th century, neo-Gothic renovations and restorations um, that were done by the Schwarzenberg family uh, made significant changes on the appearance and character of the castle. And part of the transformation was aimed to give the castle a more romantic Gothic styled look. So again, when we go to these castles, you know, we think we're looking at something that would have been there in earlier centuries, but we tend to forget that a lot of upkeep and changes have created it into something a little bit different than it was. And new people that come along also add in their own little flavour. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is true. So there was a big romantic revival um, that sort of gave it uh, a, um, a more, I guess, interesting and... Um, definite look and the Schwarzenbergs decided to rename the castle the Hluboka Castle Hluboka. and that's why you actually sometimes see the two names um, so Zvikov or Hluboka Castle and it was to reflect this more romantic and gothic character and Hluboka actually means deep in Czech and it was chosen to evoke a sense of depth and history so, as I said, two names are used uh, commonly to refer to this site, and uh, you will encounter both names in various texts. Now, castle interiors. The castle interiors are beautifully preserved, as we note ourselves. I just we remember there. the artworks that were in there were just yep. astounding. The whole walls were painted in scenes yes. and they were in such beautiful condition. Yeah, the colours were yeah. vibrant. I mean, even though the colours were vibrant, you can imagine what it would have looked like in the day. Mm. It was beautiful. So you've got the Knights Hall or the Great Great Hall, which is often the focal point uh, in medieval castles. So there's a, a grand large space for gatherings, feasts and important events. And it... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Is often a place where nowadays you will see historical artifacts um, put around. So that like a can, museum. Yeah, like a yep. museum. You've got the chapel. So uh, the chapel uh, features religious artworks and sculptures and architectural elements which reflect the history of the region. Uh, It has a neo-Gothic style, uh, which the castle is renowned for. Lots of pointed arches, stained glass windows and intricate woodwork. The castle grounds uh, are beautiful and they are also worth a walk. They've got gardens, courtyards and lots of scenic viewpoints. You can actually walk all the way around the castle uh, and stop and take photographs uh, of, of the rivers. It's really, really beautiful. And the castle tower... Uh, which is often, again, a highlight because you can walk up there and have a panoramic view. Uh, And uh, from that point, you can see the nearby town and picturesque uh, countryside. There is a castle museum as well. And depending on the time of year that you go, there are different exhibits that you can see there. One of the things that uh, hasn't been mentioned there, Anne, in all of this is the Maiden's Tower. Funny about that. Yeah. I will get to that very shortly. So, is there a Maiden's Tower or not? Well, okay. I'll, I'll tell you all of that story. Are you done with your bits? Yeah, I am. I, am. Right. I well, think that's that's all everyone needs to know about it. Well, I'm, I would never have even thought of doing this castle. It was completely off our radar until we did the uh, Czechoslovakian, oh, sorry, not Czechoslovakian, it's what is it, the Czech Republic it's called now, mm-hmm. uh, and ending up here at this gorgeous, gorgeous place. And it was a delightful walk down there. And that was a trial as well, crossing the German border to get into Czech. Oh, yes. We, had, we did it three times. <laughs> the bus driver didn't have, or he thought he had the right paperwork or his boss was meant to have submitted the paperwork but then when he went to get it the permit wasn't there Mm -hmm. so he had to go back across the border Uh, then he had to try and get that sorted with his boss and then he came back again and then back again and um, yeah it was most amusing. Luckily he asked the people at the service station about that pass because remember we did get into the Czech Republic and there were a couple of police that did check that he had it in Czech Yes. So it was just as well. It was one of those frightening moments where you, you thought, where are we going to be tonight? Yeah. All right. Now, let me tell you just some general stuff about the Zvikov Castle. So it's quite renowned for its ghostly sightings and paranormal experiences. Although Alison and Keg and Amy have not been to it yet. Do you mean that we have been somewhere where they have not? <laughs> I think so. Oh. Oh, my God. Write it down. Hang on. Was I right? Because I I know that it's all running into it. I'm pretty sure Amy has not been. Um, It's it's really hard to find things that those those (laughs) pair have not done. Um, 
So there are reports of shadowy figures moving through the halls, strange noises, footsteps, cold spots, sudden drops in temperature. Um, some people have even claimed to be touched or pushed by unseen hands. Ah, now I, I thought let's hit up Chat Chat GPT and find out what the uh, ghosts are. But before I got to that, I did find another list of uh, alleged. Uh, hauntings mm-hmm. that are there. Now, of course, being the, the the place it is, we have to have a white lady ghost. Always. It's probably they they say it's it's probably the most famous. But it's not for me. It's not the most famous thing at the castle. We'll get to that one. Uh, so it's the enigmatic l- lady in white. Mm-hmm. Legend has it. She is the spirit of a noble woman who met a tragic end within the castle walls. The circumstances of her demise vary in, and let me tell you, they do vary all over the place, but all agree she wanders the castle in a flowing white gown. She seems to be a gentle yet mournful type of spirit and you will often hear her Oh, she's sighing sadly. Some believe her spirit is benevolent, offering protection and blessings to those who encounter her. her. Others warn that her appearance may foretell impending misfortune. Mm -hmm. Because everything is demonic with some people, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Now, this was a surprise. This one, the vanishing staircase. Oh, I know. Now, The Vanishing Staircase is a particular tale. It's about a hidden staircase somewhere within the castle. It is said that on certain moonlit nights, the staircase materialises out of nowhere and it leads to a secret chamber unknown to most mortals. Oh. Those who dare to follow it will find themselves in a realm between the living and the spectral where the echoes of the past may resonate. Mm. Oh, didn't that sound fabulous? That sounds good. I think this actually could be ChatGPT still. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the Phantom Hound. Now, you did mention the hound in your introduction. Yes, the fiery hounds. Yes. Uh, so there is supposed to be spectral hounds that uh, prowl around the castle grounds. The eyes are red and aflame. They've got conjunctivitis. <laughs> um, they, they, people think that it might be some sort of guardian spirit that's looking after the location. Mm-hmm. Uh, others, of course, are going to say it's a harbinger of doom, as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, those who have encountered the phantom, phantom hound speak of an unsettling feeling of being watched even as it fades into the night. Well, that would be understanding. But we have found in these the countries, because we've travelled through Romania, we've now been through Bohemia and Czech Republic, that there are a lot of dogs. So that could just be castle dogs. And if you catch their eyes in that that light, they will have that reflect, which makes them look like they're... um, Yep. But the the dogs were dogs of war at that stage as well. So they would have been taken into conflict and trained to um, kill. Yeah. Now, there is apparently a cursed treasure. Whispers of hidden treasure within Zvikov Castle uh, believe that nefarious curse guards this hoard, preventing all but the purest of heart from finding it. That sounds like a bit of a wank. It's like a King Arthur's tale. Yeah, many have sought the treasure, but few have returned. Their fates entwined with the spectral guardians. They get eaten by the dogs. 
there are ghostly cries that have been heard throughout the castle, Mm -hmm. faint uh, echoing through the halls. These mournful sounds are said to emanate from the castle's deepest recesses, where shadows hold sway. Some speculate they are the echoes of past sorrows forever imprinted on the fabric of the ancient stones. Oh, now I've got to find my other list. Okay, so that one wasn't the chat GPT. I found the chat GPT. Um, There is also one here, uh, according to chat chat GPT, of the unfinishable tower. There is a legend tied to the castle's construction of the Maiden's Tower. It said that every time builders tried to complete the highest tower of the castle, their work would be undone overnight by the Rarasek, which mm-hmm. we will get onto that. Mm-hmm. This continued until they just gave up, leaving the tower forever incomplete. Mm. Uh, yeah, so um, eerie laughter. They hear eerie laughter, but this is all sort of connected to one of the most important creatures or supernatural beings at the tower, uh, at the castle, and that is this imp, mm-hmm. the Rarasek. Mm-hmm. How, how would you say it correctly, Renato? I don't. It's It's got little hoovy doos it's and inflections and whatsy things everywhere, but we're just going to call it the imp, right? I think that's going to be easy. Yes. Yeah. Now, it's supposed to be a mischievous type of spirit. Um, I've got some notes here. One of the ghosts said to be haunting the castle is Vikov's imp said to be haunting the ancient tower of the Marcomanca. It's got it's a tower with mysterious markings or runes in the stones. It's also uh, reported to haunt another tower called the Hlissa or the Black Tower. Did you mention the Hlissa? No. H L I Z A? <clears throat> no. Uh, there's been stories circulating about this creature for many, many years. It tends to play tricks. It likes to punch, poke, move objects, trip people. Uh, people have seen strange things. And there was a video that I saw somebody put up on YouTube. There's not much on YouTube about this castle. And they were zooming in and zooming in and putting a big Greg circle around what they thought was the imp. Mm-hmm. They're full of poop. That's all I'm going to say. (laughs) There are other stories as well saying that the animals are affected, like living animals that come into the castle are affected and they show really bizarre behavior, like they're being possessed. Oh, that's interesting. But we'll go back to the Rarasek. It's a, a common creature apparently in Slavic folklore. Are you aware of that with your culture? There's plenty of... Um, impish type of um, creatures. They inhabit our houses as well. Yeah. Each house has one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this apparently, this tale goes back to 19, oh, sorry, 1597. Yep. Make sure I get the, the 15 part <laughs> right, not 19, uh, where they were doing work on the Marcomanka Tower, which is the oldest part. Uh, the workers were driven out by the evil spirit and that is haunted the throne room at midnight. The other story associated, possibly it's the imp, they don't know, but that within the castle there is one particular tower, the main tower, that if you sleep in there overnight, Mm -hmm. you will die within the year. Yes, yes. My question to you is, would you sleep there, Renata? 
why risk it? I know. <laughs> I'm like, I, and yeah, I, I'm, not. I'm in my my homeland territory around there. I'm not risking anything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, all right. Now, I, I dug around because I wanted to find out a little bit more about this creature. Um, I'm jumping all over the place, but I, yeah, ADHD, a little disclaimer on that. So the creature is depicted as being small and elf-like and very mischievous. They're known to live in the forests, meadows, near water sources, and have a particular affinity for playing pranks on humans or leading them astray. They are part of a rich tapestry of Slavic mythology, which includes a wide variety of spirits, creatures, and deities associated with nature, magic, and the elemental forces. Mm-hmm. While each Slavic nation has its own versions of these mythological beings, they are common themes, characteristics that seem to run through the folklore. Um, so <clears throat> you will hear about this creature. As you said, they're in your homes. They are uh, everywhere. Yep. And now, the best thing to do is to actually appease them because they can do good things for you. Yeah. Um, it's, it sounds like the elves. Yes. Yeah. That would yeah. help you with make your shoes. Yeah, maybe not make your shoes, but... What do you know, the story? There's, yeah. there's a Hans Christian Andersen or something like that? Yeah. No? Yeah. Um, but appeasing them is a good idea, so leaving them with treats and things. Uh, now, I the castle is also said to be haunted by the ghost of a noble woman, Lady Blanca. Would she be the white I know. What's ghost? Blanca? It's white. <laughs> I, this this is from a website called adequatetravel.com mm-hmm. and they came up with a ghost that I did not find mentioned anywhere else. Oh, okay. At Zvikov Castle, it is said that the vengeful spirit of a boiling mad nun haunted <laughs> the area. <laughs> A mad nun. A mad nun. Legend had it that nun was wrongfully killed by her husband um, in a fit of rage mm. and that her ghost wanders the halls of Zvikov Castle at night searching for her killer. Locals noted that anyone who stayed too long in the vicinity of the castle were sure to suffer from her wrath. They claimed to hear her wails of anguish echoing through the hallways late at night and have sighted the spirit hovering near the old dungeon. It was said that if her spirit was disturbed, it would act out its fury by performing acts of violence against innocent bystanders. It sounds like a typical nun to me. (laughs) So any brave souls that decided to explore Zvikov castle during the night were warned to proceed with caution even the most hardened adventurers were said to be shaken by the ferocious and overpowering presence of this vengeful ghost well you've got all of those movies that prove this now don't you like the nun movies i mean they're they're real are they're real based on true stories why would a nun be there well if there's a priest there there could be a nun there you know to service he, the, to, to service who <laughs> who were they servicing keep going please do tell the king and the queen oh, and, they're, and oh. their souls service right. their souls they service their souls mm-hmm. yes, right okay um i'm not I'm not quite sure about the married bit though i don't no, know whether i know right could be married in now there there is one more little bit of phenomena here before i do a little bit of revealing uh they said the castle is well recorded with many strange happenings now this is coming from stronghold-nation.com uh fires start 
on purpose or by accident and are mysteriously put out. So they've got this spontaneous combustion or somebody's lighting them mm-hmm. and they'll be put out. Mm-hmm. Then we've got electromagnetic fields from unspecified locations, maybe the stones. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, we've um, we had didn't that happen. We did test those while yeah. we were there. We could we, have, I wish we'd known all of we this. Could have, yeah, oh, we God. pulled out our, um, our, um, our K2s. Our K2s. Uh, so apparently the gadgets will go off in there. But as we were at Tenelba House, we know that the ground can actually do that they can set them off uh strange lights have been seen inside outside and over the castles so does that mean we've got um ets mm. they think that this spirit that we mentioned before the imp mm-hmm. may be some sort of defensive system because you they were keeping the crown jewels there yep. did somebody maybe raise something to protect the crown jewels. Ah. Mm. But the, when the I was... The nun. I blame the, the nun. nun. <laughs> when I was there, right, you guys had wandered off and doing your own thing and I looked at the stairs and I'm not walking up more stairs. And I found the dungeon area and there was these steps that went down to some sort of underground uh, area and it was... Uh, they had bars across That's it. That's where the dogs are. Yeah. And I decided to do, uh, like I was filming with my uh, phone at the time, and I decided to do a little bit of an EVP session because yeah. of what I'd heard. Oh, that's right. Yes. I remember. And I've got down to there and I, I've, I've said something like, oh, uh, is there anyone in there? And on the recording, you hear this, mm-hmm. and I went, that was either really good timing or there's something down there. Mm-hmm. And if I'm clever enough, I'm going to give that recording to Bonnie to hopefully upload right here for you to listen to. Are you in there, creature? That was good timing. Or was that the creature? Hopefully that worked. If not, you just had a pause with nothing there. Um, but what did you guys hear? Did you hear that? If not, you can go and listen to it on YouTube. We'll put it on the True Hauntings Facebook um, uh, page. page. Along with all of our photos. Yeah. Uh, now, the other thing that you mentioned is the Maiden's Tower. Yes. Now, nowhere in your history did you mention Maiden's Tower. And when I was doing my research, I... Yeah, I put into to chat GPT, are you familiar with this castle? Are you uh, familiar with the legends and the hauntings? Uh, and it came up with this story about the Maiden's Tower and people that sleep there. Now, there is a legend associated with Zvikov about people staying there the night. And I sort of tried to do some more. I normally use the chat GPT as uh, a heading and then I will go and research the thing that it has suggested. So I, I started researching the Maiden's Tower and I couldn't find anything anywhere. There is no Maiden's Tower. Mm-hmm. So this is my caution to you all if you are using ai for research and everything please make sure you do a deep dive on what it is giving you because i think i eventually worked out what it had done it had referred to uh, another castle that had a similar thing going on 
in the one paragraph. Mm -hmm. And because it's artificial intelligence, it hasn't realized that it's two separate things and has just taken the information from the second castle and attributed it to the Zvikov castle. So that whole soundscape that you heard at the start about the Maiden's Tower, that could never have happened because there was no Maiden's Tower at Zvikov. There could have been another oh, tower. Oh, don't you ruin my, my, my there thing. There could have been another tower that they called the Maiden Tower. They could because have. Because this is a tale that has been going on for many, many, many years. Now, there is also mention there of runes. R U N E S. Why did we not see that? I know, right? So they talk about these magical carvings and the magical workings that are listed on the wall. And I did a little bit more of a deep dive on that one to find out what was going on. Mm -hmm. And apparently it is just the builder's mark. Oh, poop. But people being people and liking a good story call them runes and pretend they are something oh, magical. See, now that hurts. Sorry. That hurts. But we still and didn't see them. No, we didn't. But there's there was a lot of castle and not a lot of time. There was, that's right. And uh, there was a lot of stairs. But and, and there was not everything open to us when we arrived yeah. as well. Yeah. But it was still, what we saw was astounding. Oh, it was absolutely beautiful. Now, the question comes now, is this a true haunting? Have I captured evidence of the true haunting? Well, no. Excuse you? What about my EVP? Oh, well, yes. Thank you. But see, this is is the thing. When we go to these places, are we actually capturing different evidence and not necessarily evidence that builds onto what we think we know are the tales of these places Mm -hmm. because the myths and the legends and the tales about what may haunt this place can be eons old and they have been put in place to protect said castles. So if you kind of are told don't go and sleep up there because you will die, the The likelihood, I'm not going. Thank you very much. See you later. Yeah, if there's a spirit of a crazed nun, I'm not going anywhere near the place. Exactly. That does not mean that through all of the trials, tribulations, the the wars and everything that have gone on there for hundreds of years, the deaths, the starvation, everything else that's been happening, that you're telling me that there aren't any ghosts associated with that place? Of course there are. Yeah. But they may not be the ones that we are thinking of as the legendary ones. And we are there during the daytime where there is other tourists around and who knows what the noises are that we are hearing. Yeah. Yep. But that brings us to the end of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this one. It was nice to have a little uh, visit back to our trip that was only six months ago. Mm, Yeah. Feels like an eon ago, doesn't it? I wish I was there now. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, don't forget if you want to support it, please share this podcast around with your family and friends. Let them know about it. That helps us out heaps. If you want to give us some financial support, buy us a coffee. The links will be down in the description. Or you can um, become a Patreon, become a grand poo bar for $10 US a month get 
the uh, outtakes, get the behind the scenes, get the extra private investigations and all sorts of things for 10 bucks a month. But that's it for now. So, Renata, what do we say? We'll see you on the dark side. Stay spooky. Be frightfully good. And don't don't be be a a dickhead. dickhead. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of True Hauntings. If you like the show, give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. For more on Anne and Renata, follow at Anne and Renata on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Or visit their website, www.anneandrenata.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.